What's up guys welcome to Professor Edit. This is your host Awais. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the asshole for throwing one of my twin daughters over a fence while being chased by a dog? My husband was having headaches, so I decided to go to the pharmacy to get him some medication and I took my daughters with me. I don't think it was that late, but it was pretty dark out. We cold took the car, but the pharmacy is only a couple of blocks away from our house and the twins wanted to walk. Besides, our neighborhood is pretty peaceful, and I thought it would be good exercise. While we were walking, a dog started barking and lunging at us. We didn't pay it too much, because it was on a chain. We went to the pharmacy, got the medicine, and on our way back we passed the dog again. Again, it started barking and lunging at us. But this time, the chain snapped. I saw a black mass moving fast towards us in my peripheral, and I just picked up my daughters and ran. My daughters are both 5. That's like 40 pounds each. But adrenaline strength is real. I used to run track in high school and college, but nowhere near as fast as I was running in that moment with two kids and a plastic bag full of medication. However, the dog was right behind me, and my daughter on the left side was slipping, and I didn't want her to fall and get eaten slash bit by the dog. We were passing a house with a fence, and I, kinda, tossed her over the fence into the lawn, and kept running with my other daughter. A guy had just parked his car and got out, and I started running to him, screaming, help, and he chased the dog away and walked with me while I went back to get my daughter. She was unhurt, but she was crying and saying I left her and why couldn't I have thrown her sister instead. We get home, and my husband asks what took us so long. I tell him, we got chased by a dog, and before I could tell the whole story, our daughter blabs, mommy threw me over the fence and runs to him and starts crying. He looks at me, upset, and demands to know what happened. After I finished telling him, I thought he would understand, but he started saying things, like, what if she got hurt? What if she fell on some glass and cut herself? What if the dog stopped chasing you and jumped over the fence at her? I was already feeling guilty, and I wound up, saying, okay, sorry, I get it. But he kept going. No, you don't get it. Blah 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 and I yelled at him, what should I have done then, huh, and here's your stupid medication, next time get it yourself. I swear I was going to throw the bag at his stupid face, but they were all staring at me in shock, because I'm not really a yeller, and I felt bad. I threw the bag on the counter instead, and went to our room, and slammed the door. I did tuck the kids in for bed later, and I had to apologize to them because they said, Mommy when you yelled at daddy you said the S word, that is stupid. Anyway, my husband has kind of been tiptoeing around downstairs, and I want him to come to bed already. But I know we have to finish talking about this incident, and I just wanted some perspective on this. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. Your instincts kicked in. Better her with a broken arm than mauled by a dog and traumatized. Husband wasn't there, so he has no say. NTA. My cousin almost died after she was attacked by a dog at 14. Your daughter would be better off getting a tetanus shot and some glass removed from her foot in a short visit to the clinic than being attacked by a dog. Though, I would suggest that you let her know the dog was closest to you. Baby, that's why I was trying to get you to safety first. 
if the dog had been closest to your sister, I would have thrown her. Just so she doesn't think it's a favoritism thing, which it sounds like, is what she took it as. Lol, sorry, NTA. I was going to say nan until the no, why are you don't get it from your husband. Of course you get it, no one wants to chuck their kid over a fence. You were in a moment of panic slash crisis slash terror for your daughter's dang lives. You basically did all you could think to do in that moment, to keep everyone as safe as possible. I hope now that he's over the shock he's putting off coming to bed, because he's figuring out how to balance an apology with I was momentarily overwhelmed by the craziness of the whole story. NTA you made a snap decision, and saved both your kids. Your husband is in no place to judge you, he wasn't there, he wasn't in your shoes. It's easy to judge from the sidelines. I get that your daughter feels left out, but she's a kid, she only sees her mom throwing her over a fence and leaving her, that's a scary thing, so you definitely do need to talk to her to explain. I'm actually glad you yelled, since it's not something you often do, it had more of an impact and hopefully that'll make your husband realize the stress you were under. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for being upset at my wife for running away and leaving our son when they were in danger? Last weekend, my wife Emily, our son Jacob, and I were walking home in heavy rain from the park. Emily was crossing the street holding Jacob's hand, and I was walking a little back behind them. They were both rushing to get out of the rain and had gotten ahead of me. When they were crossing the street, a car came speeding to the intersection much too fast and slammed on their brakes before the red light, but hydroplaned in a deep puddle. And I watched in horror as my wife literally sprinted away, pulling her hand free of Jacob's. He was frozen in place like a deer in headlights. The car got traction and swerved to a stop at the last moment and I ran over to Jacob. Emily was a ways away across the street. I was furious at Emily for running, and I confronted her when we got home and we could talk privately. She started crying and saying she was terrified because her friend in college had been in a bad hit and run and she just panicked and ran. I said that I was terrified for Jacob too, how could she run and literally yank her hand away from him? She just kept saying she was so scared she wasn't thinking, and I was saying that I don't care how scary something is, my first instinct was to protect my son. She stormed out of the house and went to stay with her friend, and ever since she's come back she's been refusing to talk about it anymore. I want to talk stuff through, like honestly this has made me worried about leaving our son in her care alone, knowing she will put herself first to the point of leaving him in danger. Am I the asshole for being angry at my wife for running away and leaving our son in the street when a car blew through the intersection? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. Now everyone reacted on instinct not intent. Don't be the asshole who breaks their so and makes their life hell for one bad choice in an emergency. She knows, she nearly caused her son to die, she feels guilty, she will probably always feel guilty, even though she reacted on instinct. Can you move past this? Can you forgive her? No judgment but you guys do need to talk about it. If it was frightening for her, what about your son who almost died? This situation triggers trauma for your wife, but it also created trauma for your son. He'll remember this situation as his mother abandoned him to save her own skin. At some point, she's going to need to talk about this to him, if not to you. Everyone needs therapy in this situation. Edit, I wake up to my first ever gold. Thank you. Now, 
you can't blame her for giving in to her instinct, especially if it's coupled with a trauma, but no one can fault you for being worried about your son too. Worst case scenario something terrible could have happened, so you're justified for feeling at least concerned about it, and I get emotion got in the way in that moment. Be thankful nothing bad happened, and try to move past this, while making it clear to her that you don't want to blame her. I'm going to say a very gentle nap. Your wife had a horrifically traumatic experience, and she was reacting to that. She didn't mean her child harm. There was no malice involved at all. Shaming her for a response that was involuntary isn't going to make her change, it's just going to make her resent you. Obviously you are upset. What you saw was terrifying. You love your kid. But you need to understand that your wife loves him too. And she probably feels guilty as hell right now. I suspect that her reaction terrified her just as much as it terrified you. Now story 3. Enjoy. Am I the asshole I lied about having a college fund for my stepsister to save my sister? I'm 32 female. I grew up with a narcissistic mom. I have never met my dad. The first hug I have received in my life was at 10 years old when Dan, my mom's BF, hugged me when I thanked him for a gift. My mom had my sister a year later. My sister was the perfect baby sister anyone could ask for. Mom and Dan split and at first mom had major custody of my sister. Mom did the same thing to my sister she did to me, doesn't even acknowledge us in the room, if she was not in the mood, not feeding us dinner, if we made a mistake, made everything our fault. When Dan found out, he applied for full custody for my sister, but my mother fought and somehow wrangled 50% of custody. Things got real bad for me, and the only silver lining was my sister. Despite being only 4 years old, she would sneak in snacks from her dad for me to eat. Anything Dan bought for her, he also bought me. He wasn't wealthy by any means, but it was the small things and any time he dropped my sister, he will take his time to talk to me. He was the only father I have ever known. Dan died of cancer when I was 16 and my sister 5. He lived only 3 months from the diagnosis, but settled everything financially as able as he can for my sister. He split his asset 75% for my sister and 25% for me to be given to me when I reached 18. Knowing my mom very well, he made me the executor of my sister's fund too. To say my mom was furious was an understatement. She literally made the next two years of my life and my sister a living hell. When my mom started dating Brat, he already had a daughter three years younger than my sister. My mom had made it absolutely clear that my sister will be allowed to go to college only if she shares her trust fund with our stepsister. Brad is a piece of work in me, and my sister never really bonded with our stepsister. She refused to sign anything related to my sister's education unless I give her my word that I will give my stepsister equal half of the trust fund. This is where I think I was the asshole. I held the trust fund above my mom's head to treat my sister fairly. I repeatedly told them I will give my stepsister half the fund until my sister was 18 and moved to college. Once she moved out, we both cut any contact we had with our mom and blocked her. I made my sister give her the wrong college info so our mom couldn't contact her. I have found out through few friends my mom didn't know I have that my stepsister couldn't get into any college because she didn't want to apply any loans and she is very depressed. I know I misled them, but I honestly wanted my sister to be safe. Am I the asshole for causing my stepsister's depression and robbing her of college? Edit. Thank you everyone for your reassurance.
I showed this post to my sister and the only thing she had to say was duh. We both have discussed and decided to not contact our stepsister. We were never close to her and my friends back there can't safely get any message to her without dragging our mom into it which is the last thing we both want. All these awards. Thank you all again and the kind stranger who gave me gold. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. You did what you needed to do to protect your baby sister, and for that, you should be proud. Your mother was trying to deny her the right to an education, in order to rob her. You were justified in saying whatever you needed to say to protect your sister's interests. Dan knew what he was doing when he named you executor. He knew that you would safeguard your sister's interests, and you have proven that he was right to trust you. As for your stepsister, if she chooses not to apply for any loans, not going to college is her choice, not yours. She and your mother would have known for 3 years that they couldn't rely on robbing your sister to pay her way through college. If they didn't make alternative plans, that's on them, not you. NTA. That money was for your sister, from her father. There was no reason whatsoever for you to share it with your mom's new guy's kid. Stepsister not going to college because she didn't want to apply for loans is on her. I understand the blood learning that she isn't getting money that you told your mom she would receive, but you did that to try and keep the peace in what sounds like a shitty home. Doing the math here, you are 32 and 11 years older than your sister, so she is 22, 21. Your stepsister is 3 years younger than your sister, that makes her 19, 18. You didn't rob your stepsister of college. Where is Brad, your stepsister's actual father in all of this? Why wouldn't he be responsible for helping her in her education? She can start with community college and have her father sign for financial aid. Neither you nor your sister have had anything to do with your mother and her family since your sister left for college, right? Your stepsister was a casualty to your mother's narcissism and her father enabled it. NTA. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for not telling my family that my husband is transgender? My husband is a transgender man, therefore he cannot get me pregnant. We agreed before we even got married that we wanted to adopt and we are a couple years into the process right now and are probably a couple years off being able to adopt kids. We told my parents that we want to adopt but have never told them he is trans because we didn't think they'd accept it. They are aware of our adoption plans and have asked us if we'd seen a fertility specialist when we said we couldn't have kids and we said we haven't seen one because we want to adopt. For our anniversary a couple days ago, my parents told us they've prepaid for a consultation at a fertility clinic. They've put down £200 just for the initial consultation and another £120 for a semen culture. I already have a son from a previous relationship, so they know I'm not the problem. They've prepaid for it and sent us an invoice from the clinic confirming that the consultation and test have both been paid for. They've also paid for train tickets, £108, for us to get to the clinic. My husband then decided to come out to them as transgender and explain exactly why he couldn't have a semen culture done, no semen. Edit, to be clear, he chose to tell them, and he told them himself, I didn't doubt him. Since telling them, all hell has broken loose. They're furious we didn't tell them sooner, said they have a right to know who they were allowing into their family, and are fuming that they've put down money for a consultation slash test we won't be having. 
they want an apology for not telling them sooner, and a refund on the £428 they paid out, as they say they wouldn't have put that money down, if they'd known, that we already knew exactly why we couldn't have kids the old fashioned way as my dad put it, I've said we didn't ask them to put that money down, and it was disrespectful of them to do so, when they know we want to adopt, and it shouldn't matter to them, whether my husband is CIs or trans. However, they feel that they are owed an apology for hiding the truth, and expect us to refund the £428 they paid out, as they would not have paid it out, if they knew the truth. We think we might be tar, because they were coming from a good place and honestly we probably should have told them sooner. Are we tar for not telling slash refunding them? Edit. I have no intention of engaging with transphobic rhetoric. Questions are fine, because I believe that people should be able to ask questions, provided that those questions are not coming from a place of hate, and I will give the benefit of the doubt in most cases, and OFC I won't argue with judgment about this aspect of the question unless it's transphobic. Any transphobic comments, however, will be reported, and the author will be blocked, rather than giving those viewpoints my attention, which they don't deserve. Now you heard the post. Here are the replies of readers. Even if your husband was a CI's male, your parents way overstepped by scheduling at the clinic an extremely personal decision that should only be made by the couple involved. They are tough for two reasons, because of their reaction to your so being trans and because of the cross boundaries by scheduling a personal appointment for you. They need to mind their own business. Eater, NTA, NTA. This is in no way their business and they overstepped the line when they took it upon themselves to make this appointment for an invasive medical procedure for someone else without consulting them. They stupidly gambled that money and lost. That's on them. Also, if I were you, I would have little to do with them after that blatant show of disrespect and entitlement. NTA, $428 is a relatively small sum to learn the lesson, to mind your own fucking, literally, business. It does not matter who they are, you do not owe anyone updates or details on your sexuality, reproductive plans or genitals. Trans or CIs. NTA. Never ever apologize. They are manipulative, and were probably suspicious, and went out of their way, to force a coming out. Do you really want them in your lives? I wouldn't.